This is Darren Kuhn with the Masculine Journey podcast, where we search the ancient paths to find ways that God brings light into a dark world and helps set men free from the struggles that we all face on a day-to-day basis. Your Chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Gotta keep one jump ahead of the red line, one swing ahead of the sword. I steal only what I can't afford, and that's everything. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now... Love makes the world go round. Love makes the world go round. So listen. is a heart is the house of prayer actually so today's show as you would imagine on the christian car guys show today we would be marching forth i you might get that in a minute <laughs> so yes your heart is your heart is a house of prayer so i heard this i, I do a, a show called encouraging prayer with james banks and he made this or used this quote from jim Simbola in Brooklyn that just got to me. It was, it was in my heart all week. And what he said was, Jesus didn't say, my house will be called a house of preaching. Let that sink in a minute. What he said was, my house would be called a house of prayer. So, yeah, that's collectively, and James was speaking about that in the church, certainly. But if you think about it, like old Rafiki would say from The Lion King, right? He'd say, look deeper, right? He'd say, <laughs> so it's, all, it's in all four Gospels, by the way, where Jesus clears the temple. Um, and, and it seems to be highly emphasized. And, and so when you really, really consider that, I think he was really more concerned about the den of thieves. In fact, Jesus had, had gone to the 7-Eleven. I don't know if you knew that. But Jeremiah 7-11, <laughs> and if you're like me, my early thieving days um, happened at a 7-Eleven, and, and I actually confessed to my parents, they made me take the stuff back and then talk to the man. It was so, oh, something I'll never forget. But I think Jesus was trying to illustrate what Jeremiah was saying in Jeremiah 7-11, and he said, in this house, which is called by your name, has become a den of robbers in your eyes. Behold. I've seen it, saith the Lord. So if you consider now, I want you to think about this. It's really profound that if you consider that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit, then our hearts 
are Jesus's house, right? And unfortunately, my heart is quite often filled with thieves and robbers. In fact, one of the biggest robbers is Robert. <laughs> that would be me. But nonetheless, um, some people call me Robbie, but my actual given name. <laughs> but these thieves and robbers, right? So, you know, when you, when you think about these thieves and robbers, uh, just beautifully, God showed me this week how Habakkuk in Habakkuk chapter 2 was going to give us a real lesson on these thieves and robbers that are in our hearts that are keeping our hearts from being the house of prayer, right? Because if we're if our hearts are a house of prayer and we're connected with Jesus, then we can accomplish something, right? So if you're listening to this show today and somehow or not, now we're not connecting to Jesus, we're all wasting our time, right? So, so we've got to do that because apart from me, we can do nothing. So we got to get our hearts rid of these thieves and robbers. Well, Habakkuk chapter 2, in the 18th verse, he gives us a real lesson in what's a graven image and what's a molten image. And those two gave me tremendous insight on my robbers. And so we're going to dig into those graven and molten images today. And we're going to see if we can whip those dudes out. We're going to make a cord of, you know, a few strands, be whipping those guys out of our hearts. But I don't want you to miss the end of Habakkuk chapter 2, which is, will describe what happened at the end of my intro, where it said, but the Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth hush before him. Oh, what is in that verse? It's so spectacular that, I mean, I could just, obviously, I could probably do about six shows just on what that verse said. I mean, it just, just blows me away. But because of that verse, today's show is brought to you by the Hebrew letter Psalmic. Because where it says that all the people kept silent, maybe in your version, which I've translated hush, in the Hebrew, it's actually hush. It's H and a Psalmic, and a, I mean a hey, a Psalmic, and a hey, which sounds like hush. <laughs> Not coincidentally at all, because the idea of that word in Hebrew is so beautiful. Um, what it is, is it's trying to express the unexpressible, because the letter psalmic in Hebrew is a circle, which is a wedding ring, yes, but it's also that the earth circulates the globe, okay? And in other words, it's the force of gravity. It's why tornadoes are coming in circles. It's why hurricanes come in circle. It's a force that we can't begin to express. So the idea of hush is like, yeah, try to express the power of God. Just, just see what you can do with that because I can't possibly express it. And so as you begin to understand how much power God has in his holy temple, you can get to the place where the dove descends on you and the, the seventh anointing of the Holy Spirit in Isaiah 11 says, right? a delight in the fear of the Lord. In other words, when you get to the place where you realize, man, there is nothing to worry about, okay? I mean, really? The, the guy that's making the earth go around the moon, you know, I mean, the moon go around the earth, the same, the same being that is, that is certainly taking care of the fact that I'm breathing right this minute, let me just tell you that the, that the dove, the Holy Spirit's going to come with that olive branch in his mouth and wash the waters of the flood to take away all these thieves so that we can be in this place of peace. It's just like, oh my goodness, okay? That's the hush that's coming if we can get rid of these thieves and robbers. And so, you know, I'm just trying to 
set the stage a little bit on how important it is that we get out our whips and we begin to take a look at these ideas of these robbers that are in our hearts and it has everything to do with you. Say, Robbie, this is the Christian Car Guy Show. Yes, it is. Because one of the greatest robbers that I can assure you that has to do with a, it, a, it's actually both a graven and molten image is her cars. They just are. And we'll explain why. So in Habakkuk 2.18, it says, what profiteth the graven image that the maker thereof has graven it? And the molten image, a teacher of lies, the maker of his work, trusteth therein to make dumb idols. So... I really, really took an amazing dive into what God was teaching us here about these particular thieves. And I've thought about it for a long time, that you have a soul and you have a spirit. And so when we end up all in our holy temple, we are going to be worshiping whole, whole, in our whole spirit and in our whole soul. And so your spirit, as we've talked about many times, it's, it's, it's the, the thing that's going to descend on you, right? It's life itself. It's, a, it's the rock. It has to do... R-A-U-C-H. It's this idea of being united with God. And so our souls long to, they're like, I call them uniter machines. They want to unite with things. They, they, they want to become identified with things, right? And so we want to be identified with God. We, we, this, these are things we want, but unfortunately, our souls will also graven. In other words, when we begin to carve out our lives, when we begin to make our image, right? We, we, we carve our identity into it. It's very easy for me to become the Christian car guy. And that's something that I carved out. That's not God's image of me as I'm his son. Okay. Or Nikita Koloff, I do a radio show with him. He talked about that one time God asked him for 14 months to shave off. I mean, to let his hair grow out because he always goes bald to be the Russian nightmare and cut off his Fu Manchu so that he could get rid of that image that he had engraven, right? So that he could see what it was like just to be a child of God and not to be the Russian nightmare. Are you, are you getting to see the picture of how our identities are robbers you know, men lose their jobs and they go into an identity crisis. They get into their 50s, they have an identity crisis because we have united with our image rather than in the image of God, you see? And it's a robber. It's, it's a robber. We got to get out our whip <laughs> and we got to think about how have I united with these different types of things that have become my, and, and get this, right? Graven means that to engrave. Like you're cutting these things out all the time that are you are making your image of something. Maybe it's a mother. Maybe it's a nurse. Uh, there's all sorts of things that you've got that are graven images in your life. Of course, we've still got to molten, and we're going to get to that. We're going to get to your calls because what I want you to do is how did you break free? How did you whip that thief out of your heart? 866 348 truth we're going for the good stuff today. <laughs> I see you finally got a new helmet. I did. Bought it cheap online. <laughs> Follow me. We'll turn off here. I'm right behind you. Watch the cars. They can be crazy. Patty! No! Are you okay? Somebody do something! Was this young man hit by a car? Yes, and his helmet is smashed. It's a brand new helmet. It's probably a fake. Fakes cause real harm. You're smart, buy smart. Brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council and the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. The car, brilliant light. 
1 Corinthians 13, 7 states, Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. God died so He can give you the ability to face situations with hope and endurance. He's shining on us. And that's the voice of truth. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Love makes the world go round. All over the world, people just like us are falling in love. Yeah, they're falling in love. Shh, they're falling in love. Your heart is a house of prayer today as we march forth. <laughs> <laughs> on the Christian Car Guy Show. Your heart is a house of prayer. And so it's just spectacular to me that as you wash yourself in the word, in other words, just as the flood of, of, of came across, you know, the earth, if you wash your heart in the in the word, then then you can flood out these robbers. I'm I'm gonna tell you, just if if nothing else. But we're talking about how that Jesus cleared the temple. And our hearts are, again, this house of prayer. And so how can we clear our temples? How can we get that whip out? And as you do that, um, you get this hush of realizing that God is in his temple. And man, we got nothing to worry about. You get that anointing of the Holy Spirit that says, man, you know, God has this. He just does. And that place of faith that Habakkuk was writing about in Habakkuk chapter 2, that the righteous will live by faith. And oh, what a life that is. And so how did that happen for you? 866-348-7884. How did you whip out that robber? 866-348-7884. So we spent some time on Ungraven. And if you missed that in the first segment, go back and get the podcast later today. And you can hear about the graven images. But now we're going to move on to molten images since they're very much connected to cars. Because the idea of molten a molten image is something that was poured. So interestingly, in the Ten Commandments, that God talked about don't make a graven image, but the molten images are in Leviticus and Deuteronomy, other places, and they're certainly in Habakkuk, okay? And, and the idea of a molten image is actually what they did when they poured the golden calf, because it's something that is poured. Well, we talked about how graven images affect your spirit. Well, molten images affect your soul. Because as we talked about, the spirit is a uniting machine. It wants to unite with things. Well, our souls are believing machines. They believe something, right? They, they, they believe it could be right or it could be wrong. They're going to believe truth or untruth. But for one thing's for certain, they are going to believe. I mean, they just do. That's what they're machines. They, 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 they believe in things based on what, you know, experience they have and those kind of things that they're all the time discerning. What am I going to believe here? Right? And, and so, unfortunately, as we were in the garden and, and chose to eat the fruit, <laughs> we immediately became what? Naked. Right? And, and so, when we were naked, we were ashamed, so we hid. Well, for our souls, that started our souls to be on fire, and they immediately needed to be covered. 
Okay. In other words, ultimately water and blood, essentially Jesus's blood is the cover that our souls really, really need, but we like to cover them with all sorts of fig leaves. Okay. And so molten images are things where we're trying to make our nakedness be covered. We feel the burn, so let's cover it. And so cars, to some extent, you know, we're using those, interestingly, as you climb inside of it, you're, you're covering yourself to an extent with this idea of a nice, shiny something on the outside, but on the inside, it ain't so pretty, necessarily. It could be real pretty if it's, a, you know, leather. <laughs> anyway, but, but you, you get the idea that as we tell lies to protect ourselves, that is a molten image. You, you've tried to create this image of yourself that's just not true. It's molten, right? It's false. Or, you know, as, as, as we put on the best mask that we can possibly put, you know, that big smile as we walk into Sunday school, and how are you guys? Oh, I'm fine, fine, fine. Yeah, you're fine. Right, right. And so there you have your molten image, right? You, you've, present, you've presented this image that's false, Right. And it is robbing your heart. Now, here's why the beginning of that verse says, whoa. And I love that word in Hebrew. Whoa. It, it, it means all sorts of man. Here, you have jumped out of the airplane and you're going to crash. And here's why. That one of the things I experienced and I bet most of us listening have experienced is something called an orphan spirit. And an orphan spirit means I'm all by myself in this. I'm the only one that's going through this. If it's going to be, it's up to me. Does that sound familiar? Like nobody gets me. Nobody understands me. I'm in this all alone. Okay. That is an orphan spirit and Satan is all over an orphan spirit. Okay. And you know why he can do that is because when you take on your support of an image, right? Whether that be graven or molten, as soon as you use that for your support, you're no, you're no longer relying on the father right? You are now relying on yourself and, and, and that spreads like a wildfire, right? And so that's why it says, woe to you when you make these graven and molten images, because the net result of that is isolation. I'm in this all by myself. I'm the only one. If, you know, if it's going to be, it's up to me or, you know, one of the worst ones you can possibly hear and, 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 and people talk about all the time. I need to find myself. I need to find myself. Oh, whoa, 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 okay? Because ultimately, the only way you're going to find yourself is to lose yourself. I mean, the Christian idea is, right, that you got to die to yourself. Robbie, the robber, has got to get gone in order to find that place where I need God at every turn of my life. In other words, it, it, it speaks so beautifully that you have two ears and one mouth. Why? Do the math. You're supposed to hear as twice as much as you listen. I mean, twice as much as you speak. And so if we are really communing with God as we should, yes, we should speak at times. But man, we got a whole bunch we need to hear. But the problem is, just if you go back up a couple of verses, you'll see poor Nebuchadnezzar got his ears all filled up with pride. We think we know what we're doing. But unfortunately, we've taken the bait of graven images and molten images, and so we need to get the whip out and, and, and seriously, you know, begin to dismantle 
these images so that God can come in there and do the job that, that he wants to, right? And so to get to this practically, you know, what does that look like when you dismantle that graven image, okay? And we got some stories. I got a story for you. I want your story. And so that we can hear the hush, right? <laughs> because believe me, it's all over the world. And, and he just whispered, he loves you. I promise you, all that's in that song is for you if you listen. So we'll be right back. I'm dying to hear your story. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Love makes the world go round. Hush, your heart is a house of prayer. Today on the Christian Car Guys show, your heart is a house of prayer. As we talked about Jim Cimbala's quote, Jesus did not say my house would be a house of preaching. <laughs> and so I often think about my own prayer life. Sometimes am I preaching, you know, just telling Jesus, I want this and I want that and I want this and I want that, you know, and, and, and rather than, right, using two ears to listen and, and, and hush. <laughs> that is so got so many different beautiful connotations to it. Anyway, we are talking about how we can get rid of these thieves and robbers from our hearts. And we want to hear your story of how that happened. 866-348-7884-866-34-TRUTH. So it's fascinating to me how, how God is always dismantling my false images, right? And, and if you knew me, right, 25 years ago, I was a car person. I, I was the, certainly the dealer at Westside Chrysler Dodge Jeep, and, and anybody that knew me knew me as a car guy. And that was, you know, my image that I had crafted for myself for years and years and years. But God knew that, that my heart was being torn apart by the shenanigans that went on inside of that business that just were not what, what his, he had purposed me to do, right? And so it's just to walk with him, love on him. And, and there was a huge conflict in where I had engraven this image of myself that was not the image that he had for him, for me, right? And so, oh my goodness, the psalmic that came about, in other words, the same force, that the, the hurricane, the tornado. Have you had one of those in your life? <laughs> well, my office manager, you know, decided that, that she needed more of my money than I did or something happened. All I know is that, you know, over a million dollars got gone. And, and the next thing I know, I lost all that in a, in a horrendous crash that, that seemed like the end of the world. But, oh, was it a rescue? Okay. I mean, it was a giant rescue of my heart. You know, I had nightmares for three or four years about the car. I had to sell one more car. I had to do one more thing. And, and for God to free me from that engraven image that I had crafted in my life. And as I finally, <laughs> you know, maybe about, oh, maybe seven or eight years ago, began to, to sense the freedom of being out from underneath my graven image. Oh, was there a hush? There, there was a hush so I could hear him again. I mean, just absolutely spectacular. 
888-528-7884. I want to hear how that happened for you. There, By the way, there's a story of this that goes right along with Habakkuk chapter 2 that you may know that King Nebuchadnezzar had a, a real image. He was the king of Babylon. Yes, he was. And so he, when he dedicated his kingdom to Babylon, he he dedicated it to the to the god Marduk. I don't know if you knew that. And that was a real live false image, by the way. And, and now what you may not know is Marduk is a bull calf. Okay? And so he says, okay, Nebuchadnezzar, you think that the answer is a bull calf. The problem with bulls is they don't speak and they can't hear and they don't reason really good. But if that's what you think... If you really think that, I have a little experience for you. It's called eat grass for seven years, not one, not two. But interestingly, I find as you get removed from your false image, it often takes a while. And, and it did for me and it did for Nebuchadnezzar. But I want you to think about what, a, what a, a, a severe mercy it was because, you know, Habakkuk, no, excuse me, Nebuchadnezzar, wrote the fourth chapter of Daniel. And you want to see something beautiful, read the fourth chapter of Daniel about Nebuchadnezzar explaining how he essentially, God allowed him to take this thief and robber away from him. It broke off the image of all that he had of himself and he got a chance to die to himself in the grass. But watch what happened. And it says it numerous times. It says he would covered with the dew from heaven. Well, what's the dew from heaven? It's the water of the word, man. I mean, it's just, it's, it's the, it's the, it's the manna, right? And, and as he got covered in that stuff, man, he, he got set free from his false image, right? That he, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm going to make this bull calf. This is my God right here, buddy. Oh my word. You know, but just think of this connection of that to the Egyptian gods, right? They, they got, they got to thinking, oh yeah, well, it's about these flies. Oh, you like flies? Let me show you flies. Oh, oh, frogs. That's the answer. Okay. How about some frogs? And all those things as they pile up, right? As, as they pile up, interestingly, if you look back at those plagues in Egypt, they, they went on. In, in cycles of seven, for seven days, those guys faced those plagues. And Nebuchadnezzar, you know, he faced his seven years of eating grass. And I know, I know, I know, I know that you've experienced seven years of eating grass. I don't know when it was, but I know I did. Okay. And I am so glad that I got seven years of eating grass because it had taken me a long time to actually 40 years in the car business. I carved out this image of the Christian car guy. And, uh, uh, and oh my goodness, what God had to do to break me free uh, of, of that so that I could hear the hush. How did that work out in your life? We would love to hear your story. 866-348-7884. And we have Sarah Linda, my good friend in, in um, Seattle. Sarah Linda, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. I know you've been waiting patiently listening. How are you this morning? <laughs> Yes, I, I have to phone you because I'm not getting your program on the radio. So I just called in and I could hear you on the phone. And I had been writing this this song this morning. started around, I guess, around 4.30. Anyway, I was this song came to me. And it sort of fits in with what you're saying. 
so I'll sing it to you real quick. Please. I oh, I hope you do. <laughs> uh, so, uh, sing a song of glory. Oh, sing a song of cheer for our loving Savior. He is very near. He has been a building, a home for me and you. Have not our hearts been burning, knowing it is true? Signs are all around us that he is drawing nigh. We who are his body, that is you and I. Joined we will be to him, we'll meet him in the air. May we each be ready, we must now prepare. Shofar, it has sounded the heading of the year. To him we will be bounded, nevermore to fear. This world's circumstances are coming to a close. Let us work to offer proper wedding clothes. Everyone's invited to come unto the feast. God the Father given from the great to the least. The same garments given of purest perfect white. We are all iridescent colors of the light. Light, men call dark matter, not light that they can see, but the light that matters with great gravity. Come to be God, come be by God's word, said he, let light be. God saw the light was good, darkness he called night. Darkness on that new day shall be forever gone, when all good and right is forever dawned. So hush, little baby, not an orphan are you, a child of a father, our father, his life covers you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> what a gift you are, my friend. Oh, wow. Wow. I need to, I need to tell people out there in Seattle and KCIS, they've moved my show to five o'clock in the morning, interestingly. So they're going to be playing last week's show. They've, they've found somebody that would uh, a sponsor of some kind for a show that they have in the time slot that we had. So my show will still come to you, but not live. And, and so, you know, however, you, you, there's lots of ways to get the show live on the streaming app at truthnetwork.com or whatever, or you can call in like Sarah Linda and you can just listen on the phone, which I dearly love when you do that. You know, it's like, I feel so close because I can always look right there and I go, well, Sarah Linda's here with me. And, and, and I bet you've had that experience in your life, Sarah Linda, where he um, had you eat grass a little bit because you had a false uh, image that... <laughs> Oh, I, I've eaten a lot of grass all these nights. Every once in a while, ladies, nine years, ninety-five years. If I, but I, 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 you know that I find that amazing that he woke you up, right, to give you that poem. And and interestingly, one night this week, when he was unloading all this to me, he woke me up at midnight too. And I got a lot of this download, like, what was I doing over that time? Oh, was I having a delight? Like, you were having a delight as you were getting that, right? Like, oh, my goodness. So we're going to be back, but we need your story. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share your eating grass moment. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Love makes the world go round. All over the world, people just like us are falling in love. Yeah, falling in love. I 
heart is a house of prayer today as we march forth on that Christian Car Guys show. And, uh, you know, we start out the show with this quote by Jim Cimbala that Jesus did not say my house would be called a house of preaching. He said that his house would be called a house of prayer. And when you think about that, not just on a corporate level, but on an individual level, that if we can't connect with Jesus in any given moment, we are wasting our time. <laughs> because apart from me, you can do what? Ah, you probably know the answer to that question. And so we are talking about what is what are the thieves and robbers that we got to whip out of our hearts? And we've been talking about these idols, specifically graven images and molten images. And how do those things rob us? And, and where they really send us is that woe that they're talking about in back in chapter two is that woe of your, by supporting yourself with these false images, you end up with an orphan spirit. In other words, it's all up to me. You know, I've got to do this. It's I'm, I'm by myself. I'm on my own. Well, it's all very part and parcel to the letter Psalmic that we brought to this show to you by. The letter Psalmic in Hebrew is a circle. And, and it's a force that David himself, it made him tremble. If you look at the last verse, the 119, the last verse of the Psalmic section of the 119 verse, it says, my flesh trembleth for fear of thee because I'm afraid of thy judgments. In other words, he knew that this Psalmic is this unbelievable power that makes the it, gravity work. It, it, it's how the earth goes around the sun. It, it's, it's the hurricane. It's the tornado, okay? But when you think about the unbelievable power of that, then when you hear that word hush that, that, that Herman Hermit used, that word hush is to be silent in Hebrew. It's a hey, an asamic, and a hey. In other words, we're trying to express something that's inexpressible and you got nowhere to go but the hush, right? And, and so here's, here's something that's even more spectacular to me, not more, but just as spectacular, baby, is the word hesed. You've heard it, and when it says in the 23rd Psalm, right? Surely goodness and mercy. Well, that word translated is actually in Hebrew. It's hesed. And that has to do with your support. If you're loved by God, that idea of your spiritual that we talked about uh, of, of a graven image is our, our, our spirits long to be united with something. Well, if you're united with God, you see that psalmic is supporting you, right? And, and it's, it's incredible um, that you can be supported by your union with God, and so there's no need <laughs> for the graven image or the molten image because you can you can get all those things. So Greg, who's in the studio, has a story for us, and we don't want to yeah. miss out on that, I know. Yeah, Greg? Yeah, the story, well, actually, you know, I put people before God. Oh, robbers. That, those were the robbers. Like Robert robbers. <laughs> right. And um, I actually, you know, I, were, I was building them as idols. You know, I had, some, I had some mentors that were, you know, feeding me the gospel and, 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 and teaching me the ways of the word. And um, I was making them out to be perfect. And I was actually putting them before Christ, which at the time we were out ministering through music and uh, God had to sit me down for seven years. Wow. Seven years I had to eat crow. Seven years. Not and grass, but crow. Not grass, but crow. <laughs> Definitely. I've had some of that. And it's he actually tasty. silenced me. He actually silenced me. 
and set me down. So you were you were in a, a worshiping ministry? Yeah, music music worship ministry. And wow, and we you travel got... around and speak to the youth and do music through God's word. And um, like I said, but my friends or my mentors who were very good friends, still great friends today, I was making them be perfect. And like I said, but I was putting them before God. And when you when you put your trust in people before God, they're going to let you down every time. The word says that, right? Oh, it's an image. It is. They're, see, you can very easily get connected to another person where they become your image, right? Like, right. you know, I'm... I'm Jim Cimbala's right-hand man, or I'm, you know, I'm the right-hand man to President Obama, or whatever, you know, you, you whoever it is that Bingo. is your image, Bingo. right? Yeah. Then, then that becomes something you're united with rather than God, and and I will, woe unto you. I will that. find myself. I will find myself saying that, like, oh, that's my friend, such and such and such and such and such and such. I'm his right-hand man, you know. Instead of just putting God first and saying to God be the glory, you know, He led us to do this and he led us to do that. And the cool thing is when you, when he lets you eat that crow for a while mm -hmm. and you begin to see that where, where that really happens is you can begin to see God's glory in those mentors and you go, Oh, that ain't them. Yes. Right. Yes. Y exactly. You know, if, if you think anything I'm saying here came from me, wrong answer. Okay. Amen. <laughs> Amen, Robbie. You know, that came from God. And the fact that he woke me up at midnight, like he woke up Sarah Linda uh, tonight in order to give her that beautiful poem that she wrote. Like, you know, when she wrote that, I mean, Sarah Linda is an absolutely beautiful human being, one yes, of my favorite is. people. But you know where that came from. And you can sense the value of it is, is, is from God. Amen. And, and the cool thing is that person that you really can't stand, they can reflect God at a level that would blow your mind mm -hmm. because they have it in there. It's that same spark. It's like Prego spaghetti sauce. It's in there. Mm -hmm. God is in there. He was, they were made in his image because they have a dom. You know, in Hebrew, a human being is referred to as a dom, which means the father's blood. That the ah, the, the Aleph there is the father, and then that Dom is, is blood. And so you got the father's blood. Well, they also have Adam's blood, and so do you. Right. And, and, the, and the beautiful thing is, man, if they have God's blood, they can show, I mean, they can reflect him just the same, but the bottom line is it's still a reflection of the real deal. And, and it's so easy to get confused. And then you ended up with a robber, Robert, right? Were any of your friends named Robert? No. No. Okay. <laughs> we did have a Rob on our team. Right? Yeah, we did. But it wasn't yeah, it was probably Robbie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I get it. I get it. <laughs> so, you know, we have the Jesus Labor Love here at, the, at ChristianCarGuy.com, and we're really, really, really honored to take part in that. And, and so one of the ways, you know, we talked about at the beginning of the show that we, we think we need to find ourselves, but actually it's the opposite. We need... <laughs> We need to lose ourselves. I mean, we really do. But as we lose ourselves and we begin to think of others, right, then God will start to put people in your path that, man, they really need a, a, a mercy, right? They need to feel the support of God. And, and so the Jesus Labor Love is our way to do that at Christian Car Guy, right? And so we want you to be aware of that. And again, you can go to ChristianCarGuy.com, find the Jesus Labor Love. We take 
our, our best care to pray with single moms, widows, and families in crisis. Sometimes we help them too, but I can assure you every time we connect with them and we talk to one of them, that, that prayer is going to be involved because therein lies, right? Because once our hearts get tuned to that, right? I mean, you, you, you can't miss and so the Jesus labor love was designed for that very reason is that, that we're out there to help, right? Anytime that, that God puts people on your heart, there's a reason um, that he is, he's at work that gives us the honor, right, of, of restoring something that was stolen from them. It, it wasn't that they were making all the, this stuff was stolen from them, just like those robbers are stealing you from the, the, the spirit of the father being able to talk to you, right? And, and so as we've been stolen from, we get a chance to give back. And once again, we just are so grateful, really, for each of you listening today, spending time with us on the Christian Car Guy Show. You know, I'd be remiss if I didn't tell you, slow down, right? So you can hush. Two ears, one mouth. Remember that. Listen for God today. As you march forth, you got to listen. Thanks for listening to the Christian Car Guy Show. This is the Truth Network.